Welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer. We are diving into Wrap It Up Wednesday, day five of the awareness campaign on drugs. Quick, quick preface of all of this. Awareness and education are going to help with all these drugs so you know what's out there and why you don't want to go down that path. And today I'm going to talk about how to say no. So let's go ahead and start with last Thursday and Friday, I talked about the nine most addictive prescription meds. Being aware of that, understanding that, you know what? Sometimes you might not need that prescription painkiller for a surgery that has occurred. Pick the lesser of the evil. On Monday, I talked about street drugs, and they could be extremely dangerous and cause death because we don't know what they're putting in those drugs, meaning the dealers, man, they they cut it with fentanyl or xylazine or ketamine, and they put all these bad chemicals into those pills if that's what you're using so you could die immediately. Street drugs, no, 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 never. Make sure you understand why those are so bad. If you haven't listened to the episode, go back to Monday and check it out. Then yesterday I talked about the different schedules of drugs. There are five different categories that the drugs are kind of slotted into. One, schedule one being the worst, and how they schedule it and figure it out is schedule one drugs could have the potential for severe abuse and drug dependency. And that's how they will go. So all the way down from Schedule 1 down to Schedule 5. Schedule 5 are the -the over-the-counter and don't have that much potential at all for abuse. And they're easier, not easier ones, but more acceptable in that category as far as different schedules. And understanding that Schedule 1 also, those have a criminal ramification if you're caught with those. So understanding that today, what I want to talk about is why not to start and how you do say no. So why don't you, uh, why would I tell you that you should not start using? Besides all the things that I've shared in the last four days, you have this one life, one time. Sometimes you don't even know your addictive level. And if you start using you might continue to use and then you lose. Genetically, is your family predisposed for addiction? You have to think about that. Uh, Again, I'm going to emphasize the one life, one time, your body and what you're putting into it can either increase longevity or decrease longevity. So that means you start using those drugs, it can cause heart disease, it can cause necrosis where your flesh is, there's a flesh-eating situation, Um, depression, anxiety, there is an entire list. Look it up. Don't do it. You do not want to go down the drug highway because sometimes you crash and burn. A lot of times you crash and burn. Drugs and alcohols. I just, it's, I, I, you know what? I can't even say moderation because drugs, uh uh-uh. 
It's a shit sandwich. Sorry, just putting it out there. I know I have to tell you about hope. That, not the girl, hope. But it's always there. If you do go down that path, there are a plethora of resources. There's a plethora of resources. Maybe you're in the midst of addiction right now. Google. I swear, I know I'm saying that. Google rehab for drug use or alcohol addiction, alcoholism, any of that. They're great. There's so many different resources. And when you go into those facilities and you see there's like group therapy, um, one-on-one therapy, there's holistic therapy, and they do mindfulness, etc. It's endless, the opportunities to heal and recover in these rehab facilities. All right, real quick. <clears throat> well, let's be real. I'm not going to be quick. There's 11 ways that you can say, no, there's more than that, but I'm going to quick go through them as quickly as possible. And um, it might be geared more toward teenagers, but I know personally I can use this as well. And I was um, actually approached when I was in college, and this dude gave me, it looked like it looked like a silver bullet, and it was a one-hit cocaine whatever device. And he's like, Al, do you want some um, coke? And I looked at him, and my way was deflecting with humor of not doing the drug. I said, the only thing I stick up my nose is my finger. So I wasn't going to put that up my nose for that hit. There's no way. There's no way. So you got to figure out what's going to work for you. So here's 11 of them. One, make an excuse saying, no thanks, my parents will probably know if I come home high. Or I'm supposed to meet my friend in a few minutes, so I can't. Number two, use humor like I did. Or say, hey, no thanks, I need all the brain cells I can get. Number three, change the subject and say, yeah, you know what? I'm good. I don't need that. Do you want to go get some food? Change the subject. That's redirecting. Number four, offer to be the designated driver. Or I'm good. I'm staying sober so I can drive everyone home tonight. Number five, act like you're too busy. Just say, hey, nope, no thanks. I'm way too busy right now. Or number six, explain the dangers of drugs and alcohol. I feel like rarely does that happen where people explain and just say, isn't that stuff bad for you? Or haven't you heard about the kids on the news who died from doing that? And then number seven, be honest. Just be honest. Just say, hey, no thanks. I really don't like it. Or I would get kicked off the team for doing that. Or I've decided to make some lifestyle changes so I won't be drinking. Number eight, just keep saying no. And if they're annoying you, you just say, hey, you know what? I said no. Can you please stop asking? Number nine, explain you're in recovery. No thanks, I'm six months so sober. Or I've realized drinking alcohol is something I can't do anymore. Number 10, take a non-alcoholic drink with you at parties. So try pouring your drink into a cup so other people can't tell it's only soda or iced tea. Or if someone offers to get you a drink, say, I'm open to grabbing a drink, but could you get me something that's non-alcoholic? Number 11, leave the situation. 
because people are just too annoying and they keep pushing and just say, um, I've got practice in 20 minutes. I've really got to study for a test. Or if you feel uncomfortable at a party, just call a trusted adult to pick you up. That's more for the teenagers. Call someone to pick you up and just get out of that whole situation. So those are ways to say no. I just want to share with you as I end this mini-series some of these interesting little quotes that I came across as I was researching this. They're kind of cheeseball-y, but they're really, they stick in the brain. And um, it, one of them is, don't snort your life away, seriously. The other one is, choose not to use. Another one, life can take you higher than drugs or the more you use, the less you live. Last one is by Kurt Cobain, who actually died of a drug over overdose. He said, drugs are a waste of time. They destroy your memory and your self-respect and everything that goes along with your self-esteem. Again, that was Kurt Cobain. He realized how bad the drugs are, but he kept taking them. Because you get in those situations and you get surrounded by people who are doing them and that's what you become. Surround yourself with people who aren't using. Surround yourself with people who will lift you up, encourage you, and be positive in your life and respect your choices. All right. Thank you so much for hopping on, you guys. I know I get a little passionate there. Um, if this is the first time you've hopped on, go ahead, hit follow so you get a notification when my next episode comes out. Remember to always, always keep on learning because learning truly is the essence of life. Make sure you take care of yourself. You got that one life, one time. I will catch you on the flip side. Peace out. Peace out.